Well, hey there, everybody. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why I just tried to sound like some kind of uh, Texas prospector there. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to the House of Bliss podcast, your favorite show you've never heard of. And you know the rest. Say it if you know it. The Internet's best kept secret. This last weekend, I got to spend a good amount of time with my friend Matt Spinks. We did a three-day ministry bonanza, just diving into the bottomless pit of the good news of Jesus Christ, the same pit that swallowed all of our sin and death in one shot and spit us out the other side, alive in Christ, raised to new life Man, that never gets old. And it's so fun getting together with people in the flesh to just revel in the truth and experience the um, that special kind of community anointing that's on our gatherings. It was so good, so refreshing. And it doesn't stop there because this weekend, in fact, tomorrow I'm jumping in the car with a backpack full of snacks and Bibles, and I am headed down to Fort Wayne, Indiana, where the party continues. Um, So if you don't know about these events and you want to try to make it to the Fort Wayne one, all you got to do is check out the description of this episode. I will link to Matt's site. He's got all of the details, address, times, all of that stuff. It is never too late to get in the game. Flights have never been cheaper. And so if you can make it, we would love to see you there. And that's also not it because at the end of this month, I'll be flying to Portland, Oregon because this whole group, this whole tribe, this whole grace and glory supernatural stream kind of has this big epic event once a year called Kainos Koinonia. And this year, I have the fortunate privilege of leading worship for that event. So once again, In the description, you can find links to all of that info. There's still enough time to plan a trip to Portland, or if you're on the West Coast, come drive down and see us. I would love to see you there. However, that one, you'll definitely want to get the details because it is, um, while these Joy Transformers events are free, that one does actually cost money because there's going to be a lot of shared meals and lodging, I believe. So check it out on his website. Oh, and uh, before I forget, I also want to say Matt Spinks, if you check out his Facebook page, um, you can find live streams of all of our sessions. Uh, I I led worship for most of the sessions. I spoke at one of them. It was so much fun, and uh, you can find the video there. However, today... I just wanted to share with you one of Matt's sermons, his Sunday morning talk was so good. It's all about being a peacemaker and living in the fruit, the supernatural fruit of peace and what that looks like. And I was just so refreshed and challenged by this message. And so I thought uh, it would be so fun to just share it with you here. Now, this is just the uh, shortened version of the sermon. There was a whole lot of like prophetic time and ministry time. We were praying for people for healing and all that stuff. Um, I didn't really want to include that because that doesn't always translate very well into podcast format. But if you would like the uncut audio to that, 
All you have to do is sign up for my Patreon page as little as a dollar a month and um, you get access to all kinds of amazing behind the scenes goodies, extra stuff. I even posted a demo from my rock band on there this month. Just all the extra stuff that's going on behind the scenes of this podcast. If you're interested in that, yeah, sign up. It's really easy, literally as little as a dollar a month, which you could probably find in your couch right now if you looked for it. And uh, you're in. You're part of the exclusive club. And now that we have all of that advertisement stuff out of the way, let's get to Matt's message. Thank you, Lord. All right. Yes. Well, we're going to bring a word. Um, Ephesians chapter 2. <laughs> Verses 13 to 18, we, we will get there. But I'll give you a little uh, recap of what we've been drinking on the last few days. So um, we've been kind of walking through a Christological pneumatology, which means, it, it, for those of you who, who aren't theologians, you just drink your types, it means hammer drunk in the spirit of Jesus. But a Christological pneumatology. And I, I thank God that you guys are coming to a church that's proclaiming the, the actual gospel of Jesus, which is kind of rare in the earth, if you haven't noticed, uh, <laughs> that it is finished, that we're not trying to climb into heaven, that we're not trying to get favor, that we're not trying to do our best to, to be united with God, but that we have been given all the fullness of Christ, all the fullness of the Godhead dwells in bodily form in Christ, and Christ lives in you. So there's absolutely no lack, there's no distance, there's no delay, and it's all a free gift by his grace through the message of Jesus, the message of Jesus being proclaimed. And so that's a lot of places, that's what we're just pioneering and just kind of breaking that open because honestly, most people have heard this message of conditional love. You know, like God is love. Well, they'll say God is unconditional love, but if you don't do this, you will burn forever. Super loving. God, God, God will bless you and he's given it all as a free gift in Christ if you do this, 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 and this. If you believe correctly, if you submit, if you surrender enough, if you go to enough church services, if you read enough Bible passages, if you pray hard enough, if at least if you can pray as, as much as Pastor Mike, or if you can hang around Pastor Mike, or whoever's the man of God, a woman of God, get them to lay your hands on you. There's all these conditions. If you do, whenever you hear if and then statements, it's not the gospel. The gospel has no ifs, no buts. The gospel is a declaration of good news, something that already happened once and for all. You can't stop it. There's nothing you can do about it. It's true. The truth is true before you believe it. The gospel is true for you before you surrender to it, before you do anything at all. In fact, like Cole was saying, when we hated God, his arms were wide open to us, giving us the kingdom, giving us his love, giving us his grace giving us bliss, you know, uh, woo. I mean, I like to define grace as, as uh, the, the free gift of the, the power, the presence, the blessings, all of the favor given unconditionally to all in the person of Jesus Christ. And how many times are we trying to get the blessing? We're trying to get the favor. We're trying, the good news of the gospel is heaven came to earth. We didn't have to climb into heaven. You're not going to heaven when you die. He came and brought heaven here on this planet. Woo! This is why we're high on God. <laughs> what do you think it's going to feel like to live in heaven forever? Starts now. Whoa. 
So this is the gospel that we're proclaiming everywhere we go. And a lot of times we just have to unpack that for hours and hours before, because there's so much bad teaching and so much conditional love being proclaimed. No wonder people don't want to come to church. We tell them it's all about love, and then we bait and switch them with all the stuff you got to do. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it's just sober and depressing and oppressing, to be honest. And a lot of Christians end up feeling like the more they're, they're suffering and struggling and oppressed, that they must be doing a good job because the devil's beating them up. That's not in this Bible. Woo! Exactly, dude. <laughs> you guys have the greatest AV man in the history of the planet. I just bless this guy. <laughs> bless our brother, dude. <laughs> Woo! For those of you watching at home, there's Eeyore was put up on the uh, the overhead. <laughs> Eeyore, you're still loved too. You're a good boy. You're still loved. You're still included. You know, even if you came in today feeling like Eeyore, you are filled with the fullness of the Godhead. The unconditional blessings favored. You don't have to act happy. You don't have to look like Cole over here. You get to be yourself and you are blessed in Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, dude. It's good news. Um, but from a foundation of that good news, our heart has been, and what I've been sensing lately is, is to, to share on what it means to walk in the Spirit and to live in the Spirit. You know, I was reading a quote this morning by our, our, uh, one of my favorite theologians, J.B. Torrance. Uh, the last seminar that he did in, in all of his teaching days, um, he, he taught that we don't need more information about Christ. We don't even need more of a better theology. We need Christ. We don't need a, a better pneumatology. We don't need greater teachings on the Holy Spirit. We need Holy Spirit. We, and, and there's so many things we talk about, and there's so many. The gospel is great revelation. It's amazing, and maybe many of you could write it all out and all the points and everything. But, dude, uh, by the Spirit is how we experience that life. You know, and there's so many people that have even come to our meetings over the years and they get whacked and they experience great things as long as they're coming to the conference, as long as they're doing that. But in daily life, they're like, I don't really know how to hear God. How many of you guys have ever felt that way? I mean, if you be honest, it's like, I don't know if I hear God. I don't know if I feel God. You know, I don't know. And I, I, I meet spirit-filled Christians all the time and that's totally okay. I mean, you're not condemned for it, but let's see what, what is there. Like, what, what are we missing? What, what's the disconnect here? Because we want to live with, you know, the, uh, Jesus said, those that come to me will have rivers of living water bubbling up from the inside of them, dude. Just bub, bub, you become a spring. Like Cole said, we we're singing that never thirst again. There's never a moment where you have to live where you're like, I don't know if I can feel God or I can hear God. But when you, when you see the truth, the truth sets you free. And all of a sudden, you're not thirsty. You're bubbling a spring, giving water to others. You've got overflow. And so from this place of the gospel, uh, I've just I've had a, a burden on my heart to preach a, a Christologically informed. I said the word burden. I got you drunk. Didn't <laughs> Christologically informed pneumatology a, 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 from the place of grace, not trying to get the Holy Spirit, not trying to hear the Holy Spirit. Listen, you don't have to try to hear me right now, right? You just hear me. It's just, it's just normal, you know what I mean? It's the same with Holy Spirit. It's that easy. But most of us have been convinced that uh, 
you know, well, God is difficult to hear. God is far away or God, something's blocking me or I'm not very spiritual. And all of a sudden we're, we're looking all these other places thinking I can't hear God when in every moment God is in you. And in the very basis of the new covenant, Hebrews 8 says, they will all know me from the least to the greatest. That's not those who are spiritual. That's everyone because of what Jesus did in the new covenant knows God from the least to the greatest. We're all praying for an outpouring of the Holy Ghost the Holy Spirit was poured out on all flesh 2,000 years ago. That's what Peter declared from Joel. It's, it happened. Holy Spirit is here. She's on you. She's in you. Oh, that one will blow some mind. I'll use, I'll use male pronouns so we're all comfortable from now on. But he's in you. Christ in you. Galatians 1, when Paul had his encounter uh, in, in Acts, he talks about it later in Galatians 1. You know, Paul gets knocked off his ass or whatever, and, and he's in this massive place of revelation. And in Galatians 1, when he talks about it, it says, God was pleased to reveal his son in me. Like in that encounter, what Paul declared later is that God was pleased to reveal his son in me, not just to me. I'm not here to t teach you how to know God today. I'm not here to reveal Holy Spirit to you. I'm here, I'm here to make you aware of Holy Spirit in you. Ooh. It doesn't matter if you feel like the least. The basis of the new covenant in Hebrews 8 says that even the least, from the least to the greatest, they all know me. They all know me. Some people just are, don't know what they know, in a sense. You're just not aware of what you know because you've been taught, whether not usually from pulpits, although sometimes from pulpits, but just by a lot of different things like, well, God is hard to hear. God is very mystical, and God is so far above us. Listen, that Jesus came just like you to come in you. He says, I'll send a comforter, one that's even greater than, than uh, Jesus said, it's better that I go away because there's one that'll come and be in you. And I believe the return of Christ, I'm excited about the return of Jesus, but I believe Jesus isn't going to return until his physical presence won't be a stumbling block because we already are experiencing something greater. You know what I mean? Amen. Which, is, which is awesome. I mean, people don't understand why Jesus said, it's better that I go away. We're like, I wish Jesus was up here preaching this morning. Listen, Jesus said it's better that he was not up here preaching this morning because he wanted to be inside of each and every one of you. And as long as there's some person that we're looking to up at the front or some great man of God or whatever, we miss out on what was God's plan from the beginning, which is perfect intimacy and mystic union with us. Whoo! From the inside out. From the inside out. And so, anyway, we've been going over that the last few days. Just, the, just reminding us that you, you are filled with Holy Spirit. Just notice just begin to notice. That's all it is. It's just simple. It's like notice the bubbling up going on, even right now. Ooh. We've just been noticing for the last few days. And then we've just, Cole and I've just been preaching pointers. Like, what does it feel like? You know, it's always, his yoke is always easy. His burden is always light. Holy Spirit always feels light, not oppressing and condemning. You know, a lot of people feel like Holy Spirit's primary job is to convict you of sin. No, Holy Spirit's primary job is to reveal Jesus revealing Christ in you, coming with a, 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 a yoke that is easy, a burden that is light. The name of Holy Spirit most often in the scriptures is comforter. Comfort. Amen. I mean, the church is afraid of comfort. We're like, get out of your comfort, brother. Get out of your comfort zone. Dude, I'm in the Holy Ghost. Can't leave my comfort zone. 
Now, I get it. Like, you don't want to just become stagnant. That's what a lot of this comfort zone message is about. You know, whatever. I get it. But you're in the comforter. Your, your life is meant to live as just, oh, you're wrapped in the warm blanket of love. Ooh, this is where we are right now. And so we've just been pointing that out over the last few days. Like, hey, you know, Holy Spirit's bubbling up out of you as a river with an easy and light yoke with, the, with, with power, but with comfort. And, uh, and then we began to walk through, because I, I want people to connect with, hey, what does it feel like to flow in the Holy Ghost? I want people to just, just, just I just want to point out that we might notice in our daily life, oh, when I'm feeling this, maybe this is the Lord. When I'm sensing this, maybe it's the Lord. Maybe that, that comforting voice, that, that still small voice within me, or maybe it's a massive voice sometimes. And so we've been going through Galatians 5 and just kind of, talking about what does it feel like to flow in the Spirit of God? Well, uh, let's just read it. I know I'm jumping all around in my notes, but I, th I think you had Galatians 5 ready there. It's just a classic one. You guys all know it. It's there. Look at that. Yeah, we can read it from there. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, Cole preached on that last night, dude. It was good. Can you believe it? A drunk dude preaching on self-control. But these are, I mean, against such things, there is no law. These are, the, these are the thick, dude. This is the good, good, man. Like, a lot of times we talk about Holy Spirit, and we think of these crazy, weird, esoteric experiences that we're not, that are only for the few. But the fruit of the Spirit, the way to recognize Holy Spirit, and the things to notice bubbling up out of you are, are these, love. Just notice the love coming out of you right now. Just, and when you take a moment just to meditate on it, my God, it just starts to manifest. You know what I mean? You're like, I am filled with love. I'm not a dark, evil person. My, you know, in Jeremiah, it says the heart is desperately wicked above all things. Desperately wicked. That's why Jesus came and actually did something about it. It gave you a brand new heart. That's why you're a new creation in Christ. Now, the fruit of the Spirit, the Holy Spirit dwells in you. This is what comes bubbling up. The love. The joy. 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 A radical concept in church, but anyway. Joy. Woo! Enjoyment. In His presence, the fullness of joy. So we, we went through those already. We went through love and joy, and then Cole jumped to the last one just because he all th thought he wouldn't and taught on self-control. And uh, so finally, here I'm getting to my... My point this morning, I want to talk about peace. So I, I want us to notice the peace, which I think is super relevant for our country right now <laughs> and for the world. Uh, and uh, don't worry, I'm not going to preach pacifism or, you know, I know you're all afraid of liberals and stuff. Uh, I, Jesus isn't a liberal or conservative or Republican or Democrat. So sorry to break it to you. <laughs> I just want to preach the Bible and let it speak, but, but I want us to notice like this rich spiritual life that we've been given in Christ and, and feel that love, feel that joy, feel all these fruits. But this morning, I just want to meditate for a minute on the, the fruit of peace that's coming up out of your belly. Um, let's read. So I'm finally getting to the, this is the verse I really felt quick into me today. It was Ephesians chapter 2, uh, verses 13 to 18. 
Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. This is good. Ephesians 2, 13 to 18. But now in Christ Jesus, you who were once far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ, for he himself is our peace. He has made both one and has broken down in his flesh the dividing wall of hostility. By abolishing the law of commandments expressed in ordinances that he might create in himself one new man in place of the two, so making peace, and might reconcile us both to God in one body through the cross, thereby killing the hostility. And he came and preached peace. Jesus preached peace. Woo. To you who are far off and peace to those who are near. For through him we both have access in one spirit to the Father. Wow, 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 wow. In the spirit of peace. The spirit of peace. <laughs> you know, a lot of us uh, in, the, in the drunken glory streams that we're a part of, if you don't know what that is, that's fine. But uh, it's, it's about experiencing the ecstasies of God. And we've gone through and taught on how in the New Testament the word ecstasis is used several times, talking about a trance, talking about uh, when you start to feel the bliss of God, that's actually how you know a trance is coming on and an ecstasy, an experience with the Holy Spirit, which you can walk in all the time. And uh, that's what the, the high on God experience is. It's being ecstatic. It's being caught into this place outside of just your human faculties, but experiencing that all of the heaven on earth realities, the ecstasy. But there's another word that uh, my brother... Uh, Dr. Eric Wilding has, has pointed out to me recently, like on this spectrum of bliss, there's the woo, 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 yeah, 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 ecstasy and joy. There's also the the catastasy, which is the, the 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 just absolute peace and rest. Uh, this this word points to uh, uh, just a completion, you know. Um, whoa, just that satisfaction that all is well. That peace, the, the word peace, I mean, a lot of you know, you know the, it's in the Hebrew word, it's shalom, um, but it, it encompasses so much. It encompasses so much. And it's because we're in this state, and, and I just encourage you right now, just notice, up out of your belly is flowing just that absolute blissful peace. <sighs> Romans 5.1 says, we have peace with God. Hey, I mean, that's good news. <laughs> that's good news, dude. <laughs> and you can take that phrase with so many different angles. We have peace with God. Come on. Notice that coming up out of your spirit. In the spirit, we have peace. Or as Ephesians 2.18, through him, we both have access in one spirit to the Father. Mm. For Jesus Christ himself is our peace. Ha. I just want us to notice as believers, you know, as, as the church, I've just felt this like lately. I mean, there's just so much dissension being stirred up in this world right now. You know, the media, uh, even in the church world, I hear people, you know, speaking poisonous things about whoever doesn't agree with them. You know, it's like we've even accepted in the church that it's okay to like make 
total fun and derogatory comments about whoever disagrees with us because we're right and they're wrong. This us and them mentality starts to come. And even before all the political turmoil and different things of this year, it's like there's there's always been this, this creeping us and them mentality that's crept into the church. It's like we're the ones that have the truth. We're all the unbelievers, you know I mean? This is what stirred up all the crusades over the generations. And yet some of that, we're like, well, we've moved far beyond that. Do you see all the Christians on crusades right now? Not non-Christians on crusade, people from all different things. We're on these crusades to crucify the bad people. You know, Jesus shows up in our era. We might crucify him again, especially if he didn't agree with our politics. If Jesus came and preached in church, we'd be like, this guy's a freaking commie, hippie, socialist. Kill him. Or others would say, this guy stands too much for freedom. This guy's standing up for the glory of God. This guy, this, well, he's against abortion. He's a demon. But the peace of Christ, you know, uh, it's not just peace for you to feel good with God. That's where it starts. That's where it starts. You know, in your own heart, you actually feel the glory presence and know that there is no enmity between you and the Lord. But out of that place, then it manifests with peace with your fellow humans. It's okay to have peace with your fellow humans. <laughs> You don't always have to be fighting somebody. You don't always have to be telling somebody what to do from this place. Of, you know, And really, that's our, our, the revelation of Jesus Christ came to demolish the ego. Amen. Like That's what the cross was all about. When Jesus died, it wasn't about, he didn't die on his own cross. He died on your cross. So that you're not, not because some people were like, well, yeah, Jesus, you know, God came so that Jesus could kill me. No, no, no. Jesus came to kill the things that were never you, but that you thought were you. That's what ego. He came to crucify that ego. And by the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit manifests, not with this thing where we rise up and, you know, some people are like, by the Spirit of Jesus, I'll rebuke you. Like there's all these, even in the church, there's just these angry, like, and, you, and if you really sit down with a lot of these guys that are kind of the angry preachers, there's just all this, like, egoic pride and judgment that they think they know so much better than everybody else. Listen, I don't know anything better than all y'all people in here. Anything we have is by grace. Everything we have is by grace, dude. I need grace. And when we feel the, the Holy Spirit manifesting up out of our belly in this peace, it's a, it's a peace that, that sees one another through the eyes of grace, knowing that Listen, we all had things that needed to be crucified and taken to the cross, but they were all taken to that cross. Everybody's stuff, whoever your opponent is, whatever viewpoint you take, you know, yeah, there's things to feel strong about in this world, and that's great. You know, there's issues to stand up for, but uh, I just want to read a few more passages about peace. Is that okay? Because, I, dude, I'm just, I'm, I'm excited for the church to be the, the foremost, like, proclaimers of peace. The foremost, like, just, man, to be known for all these fruits of the Spirit, love, to be known for joy, to be, to be known as patient people. This is, this is actually who you are now. You're already that. Let's turn to James chapter 3. Thank you, Lord. Let's see if I can find this. James 3, 17 to 18. Thank you for my notes, Lord. 
James 3, 17 and 18. The wisdom from above is first of all pure and then peaceable. Gentle even. Gentle. Open to reason? Full of mercy. Wow. I mean, you feel that in your belly? Do you feel that's God, dude? This is God. Hey, full of mercy and good fruits, impartial. (laughs) Impartial, my God. (laughs) And sincere. I mean, there's something here. I think this might be a word. (laughs) I just want to start it over again for those in the back. The wisdom from above is first of all pure and then peaceable, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy and good fruits, impartial and sincere, and a harvest of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. Thank you, Lord. I just declare that over us. I just declare that a harvest of righteousness sown in peace by those who make peace. Mm. Man, if you go on to the next one, chapter 4, verse 1, what causes quarrels and what causes fights among you? (laughs) Anyway, we won't even go there. (laughs) We'll back up to the wisdom that's from above. (laughs) First of all, pure, then peaceable, gentle, open to reason, guys. Hey, this is who you are in Christ. Let's read another one. Romans 12, 18. Yeah, let's get high. Romans 12, 18. Romans 12, 18. If possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Live peaceably with all. Hey, in fact, verse 19. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave it to the wrath of God. It is written, vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. In the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If thirsty, Give him something to drink, for by doing so you heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. There's a lot there, but just back up in verse 18. If possible, it's almost it's like Paul saying, listen, like, do everything that you know how to do to live at peace. There's a lot right now that some people that are just, I, I just hear they're all provoked, ready to fight somebody. And, and listen, I mean, there may come a place and a time somewhere where there's like, you know, I'm not like a full-on pacifist like Cole is over here. No, I'm just kidding. There may come some point in time. Like, I'm not like trying to just, you know, and Jesus isn't just preaching pacifism. I, I believe there's many that may disagree with me. It's fine. But, for, but to be honest, the heart of the believer is that if at all possible, if at all possible, as far as it could possibly defend, depend on you, live peaceably with those that agree with you and that go to the same church. <laughs> it says live peaceably with all, with all, with all, with all. Hey. Ha, 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 ha. I almost feel, I've been talking with my dad about this. I almost feel like putting him on the spot. I don't know if you want to share a little word about the. You just walk up if you do. If not, we'll just keep going. Pretend like this never happened. But, <laughs> but my dad's been walking in some cool stuff, and 
maybe I can steal a little bit from you, but he's just been sharing about how, man, people get so stirred up because we still have this judgment in our heart. Or it's actually not in our heart, but we've adopted it. It's not who we are, but we have these judgment. Like, we still think that we're better than somebody else. It's still a holier-than-thou mentality, to be honest. That's not from the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is not holier-than-thou. It's made you as holy as Jesus is. You are a saint. You walk in the holiness of God, but so does everybody else. (laughs) They're just as perfect and pure as you, and they may be wrong at a couple areas, But honestly, that's what says, like, let God sort that out. We're not the ones trying to separate the wheat from the chaff. In fact, Jesus told you not to do that. We're not the ones chopping the heads off of the tares. Let them grow up. Love them. Love. What's coming out of your belly? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, goodness, faithfulness, self-control, and wrath. All that one wasn't in there. That's extra biblical. Standing up for your rights. Beat, beating the, the libtards. I don't know. Beating the right wingers. Beating whoever it is. I don't know. Like we're, it, It's so crazy. Even throughout church history, you find Christians on witch hunts and Christians... You know, killing the the Muslims or, dude, killing the other race, whatever it may be, dude, we need to get back to, I mean, I mean, take, take, take a good long study of the life of Martin Luther King Jr. To be honest, that's just a little side note, you know, I mean, everybody loves Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. now, but they don't like what he really said. If you go back and study it. Anyway, I'm not trying to go on any political rant. I just, I'm excited to see, you know, Matthew 5, 9, blessed are the peacemakers. I'm excited, dude. This is our inheritance. This is the Spirit of God. This is our Abba, our Jesus, our Holy Spirit. Peace is a radical way to live. Peace Peace is an active way to live. A transforming way to live. Peace is a is, I mean, dude, our 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 cities, our 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 nations, our churches will thrive in this atmosphere. It's not just hippies singing kumbaya. <laughs> it's an active, transforming, society transforming reality that's flowing up out of our bellies. But we but we have the joy of laying down our judgments. We have the privilege and the honor of laying down our criticisms. It doesn't mean they're not always true, you know, but Satan is the accuser, and I don't want to partner with that. It's time to stop partnering with that in so many ways, isn't it? Toward ourselves, toward our family members, toward our toward unbelievers. Toward the people from the different parties, or the people from the different whatevers. Thank you, Lord. Shut up, I got Shidia, la 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 la. Mm. And I just think, you know, uh, yeah, I'll just say it. It's interesting. A lot of guys that have, in the grace movement have have allowed a, a, a massive deconstruction of their old theology and a reconstruction of a healthy, happy gospel theology. 
But for some reason, some of those same guys that have allowed this great deconstruction in their theology haven't allowed it in their politics. They haven't allowed it in their, you know, their practical everyday issues. And they're like, wow, we're all about grace now. We're all about the gospel. But also, all those other people are damned. I mean, they would never say that spiritually, but when you talk about politics, they're ready. You know what I mean? <laughs> There's so many issues. If we're going to go through a deconstruction of all this bad, angry, uh, vengeful, wrathful theology and start to believe in grace, we have to allow Holy Spirit to manifest that in every area of our life. Woo! If that means deconstructing your politics, so be it. That means deconstructing the way you parent. You know, I, I know people that they're all about grace and then their parenting style is all about law. <laughs> well, that's how my parents did it and that's the only way to do it. So we have to allow discipleship to happen in every area of our life. And that's what Holy Spirit is here. I mean, I love, you know, some of you thought, wow, I didn't think this guy would go this direction. He's just a happy high in God guy. The high of God informs every area of our life. To be truly drunk in the spirit is to love our brother. To be truly whacked is to be serving the poor and loving those that we think are our enemies. To be peaceable by all means. I mean, I'm whacked. When I'm whacked, I can't do anything but peace. I can't, like, when you're drunk, dude, you don't want to get on and argue with somebody on Facebook. You don't got the time, dude. You're, you're, in, the, you're, you're in heaven, dude. In heaven, we're not going to be beating each other over the head secretly on YouTube comments. <laughs> oh, it's too real no dude it's it's th this this grace this unconditional gift of christ jesus to us from the father from holy spirit is is here to disciple and transform every area every area every area um you guys remember george mcdonald he's a awesome man of god throughout history in fact um he's a I, I would call him a hopeful universalist. He's an inclusionist. But here's a quote that I liked from him uh, that really gets me whacked, and I'm going to try to say it slowly. I don't know if you were able to get that one, too. It's not a scripture. It's pretty good, though. It's extra biblical. Uh, George MacDonald says, uh, The peacemakers quiet the winds of the world, ever ready. Uh, they quiet... He, uh, the peacemakers quiet the winds of the world that are ever ready to be up and blowing. They tend and cherish the interlacing roots of the ministering grass. They spin and twist many uniting cords, and they weave many supporting bands. They are servants for the truth's sake of the individual, of the family, of the world, and of the great universal family of heaven and earth. And I just liked it, man. I just like, uh, you, can, you can feel this rich value that he has for the peacemakers. Quieting the winds of the world that are ever ready to be up and blowing. May that be said about us, you know. When someone comes around you, all their dissension, all their anger is quieted. You know, this is, this is what Holy Spirit does, right? As we feel Holy Spirit resting and rising within us, we feel attending and cherishing of the interlacing roots of the ministering grass. Spinning and twisting together many uniting cords, weaving many supporting bands for the uh, serving uh, those are the, for the truth's sake, serving the individual, the family, the world, and the great universal family of heaven and earth. Ooh. 
We are all one family. All, all of us are one family, amen? Come on, come on. And this is where that peace comes to, to manifest, guys. Wow, wow, wow. It's not just a happy-go-lucky ignoring of our problems, but it's an experience of Holy Spirit that causes us to just not be able to judge one another, not be able to condemn and, and, and stand in an us-and-them mentality, but to only stand in an in a us mentality. We have the mind of Christ. We are the children of God. Ephesians 3 says, uh, the, uh, uh, bow the knee before the Father in heaven from whom every family in heaven and earth derive their name. He's the Father of all. One God and Father of all. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, man, Jesus. There are so many other uh, glorious things I'd love to revel in together. So many uh, awesome fruits of the Spirit. I just encourage you to dive into, and not just dive into, but feel coming out of you, like we were talking about, the gentleness, the faithfulness, the goodness. Um, but may, may I leave you this morning just remembering that as Holy Spirit manifests out of you, uh, feel her peace. Feel God's peace. In, in you and through you to the point where you're blissed out, not just woo, 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 yeah, and laughing and drunk. That's the joy realm. That's beautiful. But there's also that just absolute just settledness, that silence. You know, in, in, there's a lot of passages in the Bible about silence. Yet resting in peace for you already died. <laughs> this, who, this is where we dwell now. I got good news. None of you are dying and going to heaven. You already died and you're placed in heaven right now. Thank you, Lord. So walk in all the fruit of that. You can hear God. You know God. Don't buy the lie. In fact, let's just close out. Just say this with me. I know God because of Jesus. I hear God. I feel the Holy Spirit. I walk with Holy Spirit. <laughs> I am drunk in the spirit, <laughs> in all of the fruits. Amen, amen, amen. That's all I got, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So good. Thank you so much for listening to the House of Bliss podcast. If you'd like to support this ministry, it is super easy to do so. All you've got to do is go down and hit the link in the description, visit our Patreon page, and sign up. Any amount of monthly giving is going to unlock all kinds of extras and behind-the-scenes rewards. Another quick and easy way you can support us is you can just give us a five-star rating on whatever platform you're listening on. Each and every one of those goes a long way. I'm praying that God seals everything you heard today in your heart and that you stay rooted and grounded in his everlasting love. Thanks again. God bless.